morning it was 39 degrees man it's bipolar yes. virginia good morning, weather good morning sarah on instagram good morning mm. morning tracy good morning don't forget to share guys share the video We're just giving a few moments for everyone to kind of jump <coughs> on good morning sandra oh my goodness morning larry and angelica good morning Y'all, our kids are already at it this morning. Like, already at yes. it this morning. Anybody else's kids wake up, fueled, ready to go? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Any parents out there, how's um how's uh teaching going? I'd love to hear how it's going for you guys. <clears throat> and really what we're saying is is we want to feel better about ourselves. So please enlighten us. Share with me, please. Tell me I'm not the only one struggling. <laughs> Tell me, I'm like, can it get warm so we can have outside play? Like, surely there's a lot to learn outside, way more than there is inside. Good morning, Jennifer. Man, we need to do some PE today. We need to take these kids on like a 15-mile bike ride today. It's yeah. cold, right? Yeah, we need to do a bike ride. We need to do that. Yeah. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Give it just a few more moments. Good right, morning, Jennifer. Marcia, you said, is it April or December? I think that's what the comment said. That's how I feel. I think it's it's based on what time of the day it is. Like right now it's winter, but like this afternoon is supposed to be uh it's Warm. supposed to be spring, yeah. Thank you, Kelly. You said that you think everybody's on the struggle bus. Everybody's on the struggle <laughs> bus, so Kelly. Am I. Everybody. <laughs> so am I. Look, we have teacher friends who are just like, y'all, I don't know how, how we're doing this, man. My kid yesterday fired <laughs> me. They told me how bad of a teacher I am, that dad is better, but then there's I am moments better. when dad goes down and dad's not better. and That's very far and few between, though. I'm usually the better teacher. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's only because I ask them to make sure that things are getting written properly, and if I erase it and say, guys, like you need to work on that, it's a full-blown like tantrum, like roll in the floor and cry. <laughs> I had this one moment. All right, we'll, we'll dive in just a second. But I had this one moment yesterday. Joe was like, oh, you're, he's she so had, dirty, y'all. He is had, so dirty. She had so this dirty. meltdown yesterday. Um, and she's sitting at the table and she's crying. And she had little eyes, crocodile tears coming down. I really and, think uh, it's because she was tired. I don't think it was probably, because. Probably, but this is my story. Anything so, else, so. so Well, we're going to so, clarify that. So, uh, anyway, she's got crocodile tears pouring. And I said, Joe, I said, what's the matter? Kim's in the kitchen. And she's like, I just don't want to do school no more. And I said, why? And she's like, I've done five minutes. I need a break. You know? And I was like, you've done it. So I'm like, immediately I start recording this, right? Because this is getting ready to get good. I'm about to lead the witness, y'all. Right? So I'm like, you, five minutes, do you need a break? She's like, yeah. And I said, what kind of break do you need? I just need to build my house on, on Minecraft. And I said, oh, okay. And she's like, I just wish you would teach me. And I, oh, because you know, at that moment I was like, oh, I'm recording, right? Yeah, he well, why, into this, y'all. So why do you want daddy to teach you, you know? You're better. You're nicer than mommy. I'm, I'm nicer than mommy. Yes. And she's like, I said, okay, you need five minute break. Yeah, I just need five minute break. I'm like, okay. And so, and then I go and I hit, hit the stop button on the record on my can on my phone. Right. 
And I looked down and realized that all that was for nothing because I didn't ha. hit the record button. Ha. Anyways. Devil was busy trying to work. <laughs> no, whatever. Good Lord morning, Steve, everybody. Good, good morning. morning. Chrissy and Christine and Carla. And Clara. Clara, sorry. There you go. And yeah, then sorry, Tracy. The name yeah. disappeared. Don't forget, guys, to share the video and uh, we're getting ready to jump into this thing. Yes. <clears throat> you want to pray or you want me to pray? You can pray. I shall pray. You, since you're so better. I am better. I'll pray. <laughs> oh, glorious <laughs> Father in heaven. No, I'm kidding. All right, Father, we just thank you for a great morning, Lord. We ask that our hearts will be open and receptive this morning, Father. Yeah. We thank you that you're going to speak to us this morning on a good word that uh, that we have, Father. We just yeah. thank you. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Where, are we take, where are you taking us this morning? Um, I was reading a comment. I am <clears throat> taking us. I was uh, reading through a devotional yesterday that was talking about, um, well, I was talking about identity. So I just want to go to the verse real quick. It's in Matthew 16, verse, let's see, let's go to, um, let's go to 14. Let's start at 14. So Matthew, Matthew 16, verse 14, and we're going to go down a little Matthew, bit. Matthew, what? Matthew what? Matthew 16. Matthew 16. Verse 14. Verse. And then we're just going to read down a little bit. All right. So yeah. it says, they replied, some say John the Baptist. This is where <clears throat> Jesus is asking, who do, who do they say, who do people say that I am? Verse 13. Yes. And then he goes on to say, some say... John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, Jeremiah, or the other prophets, or one of the other prophets. But what about you, he asked, who do you say I am? And Simon Peter answered, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus goes on and replies, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by man, but by my father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound on, uh, will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And so mm. where we're hitting at is going up to the part where it talks about where Jesus is asking, well, who do you, all these people around you guys are saying this and it might be a prophet. It might be, he might be Elijah. All of these things, but he looks at them and says, well, who do you say I am? And I think this that's super important for us as believers to know who we say Jesus is, who we say God is, because that's where our identity is found. I had read a quote that said, mm. where it says, let me find it real quick. If you need to throw anything in, you can. Um, when Peter discovered, <laughs> sorry, I found it now. Okay. When Peter discovered who, you can talk, but not now. Not now. <laughs> when Peter, Peter discovered who Jesus was, he discovered who he was, which mm. he discovered his identity, who he was when he discovered who Jesus was. And what he was born for was the destiny that he discovered at the same time. So he discovered who Jesus was, which gave him, his, revealed his identity. And then he also at the same time was able to see his destiny. You, will, I will build my church and you will be called Peter, Rock. Man, that was good. Keep so, going. Keep I going. think that's like really cool because we have to go back to who do we say Jesus is in our lives? Who do we who, who do we understand him to be? Um, that's a game changer, right? Because like, right. you, you go back to that, that, that's that moment where Peter's talking to Jesus. And those two things are revealed. This is who you are. And this is what you'll do. Right. This right. is who you are. This is what you do. This yeah. is who you are. This is what you do. And the same thing, it, it applies to us on a, on a regular basis. We think, uh, and the church has put, the, kind of, the, the church has done a really good job 
at, uh, at making you feel like garbage. And I'm all for the church. Obviously, we pastor a church. We're all for the church collective, the right, universal. Yeah. We're, we're for that. But but reli- or maybe I should say religion. Religion has done a yes. great job at making you feel like garbage. Because yeah. what, what religion does is they stamp you with an academic nature that says you're a sinner and that's just the way it's going to be and you'll sin the rest of your life and that's just it that's just the way it is and the only hope that you have is to try to try to do the best you can by following Jesus Christ. Well, it's not about being a sinner and doing the best you can following Jesus Christ. Right. It's about embracing a completely new identity. There's a reason why we've been going back to 2 Corinthians 5 and verses 17 to 21. There's a reason why we're camping on that so much. It's so important, right? Because it goes up in the verse uh, 17. Therefore, if anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. If 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 my understanding of who I am is one of a, uh, of a sinner, that's just who I am. I'm a sinner. That's it. Then everything that my life will bear witness will, will be that I'm a sinner. The right. fruits of my life will be that I'm a a sinner. Well, you're saying, well, you might be thinking, well, are you saying that we don't sin? I'm not saying, listen, everybody, look, just hang out with you long enough and you know that you're, you're capable, fully capable of committing sin. Yeah. I think the bigger, bigger thing we need to do is begin to see ourselves, right? According to how God declares us to be, right? And that's mm-hmm. the important thing because again, the fruit of my life will bear witness to what I believe in my heart. Jesus yeah. said this to the disciples when he said, he said, out of the evil things from an evil man's heart comes forth evil things. Out of an evil man's heart comes forth evil things, right? Yeah. And then he says, out of a good man's heart comes forth good things. The word heart in the Greek is usually translated mind. It's the same thing. Heart and mind are usually used interchangeably. And so what Jesus is saying is, is out of the way a man thinks, if it's evil, will produce evil things. Out of the way a man thinks, if it's good, will produce good things. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel prophesied this. He said, there's coming a time where I'll take the heart of stone out, the heart of flesh out, and put it, or a heart of rock, I'm sorry, I'll take out the heart of stone and put into you a a heart of flesh, right? Well, what was written on stone? We were talking about this yesterday. What was written on stone? The commandments were written on stone, right? The law. And the law in itself is not bad. It's our inability to keep the law that is the bad thing. And so he says, I'm going to give you a brand new way of thinking, a brand new life. I'm going to recreate you, make you brand new. And it's out of this that you'll begin to live, right? right? It's right. it's out of that. Go ahead. No, and I think like being going back to who do you say I am, it's like Jesus has given them opportunity to say, who do you say I am? And I think oftentimes we, we Ooh, get so that version of, we get who we think Jesus is distorted. We get it misaligned from what he, his actual revelation or the revelation of who he is. We um, get that messed up because yeah. we don't see Jesus the way that he's revealing himself and throughout the Gospels um, and how he's revealed even beyond that to us, you know? We see him as untouchable, right? We see him right. as untouchable. We look at the, the things that Jesus did in this world and say, well, Jesus did that because he was God and that was it. But there's right. a real there's a, a real thing here that's, that's taking place. You know, God stepped into his creation and put on the flesh of man, operated in this world as a man, the Bible says, anointed by the Holy Spirit, empowered by the Holy Spirit. You know, God, the the the, the fact that that Jesus died, this is this is a really cool thing. The uh-huh. fact that Jesus died proves that he was man. The fact that he was resurrected proves that he was God. You know, there there's a real deal that we need to consider in that in Jesus's humanity that he lived and walked as we did to reveal right. something to us. Can you hear me that, that mirror right there? Yeah. So Kim uses this mirror. This yes. is a really cool thing to watch. The infinite 
the infinite mirror. This is just going on forever and ever now. It's if it's shown right here. Oh, look, look. Okay. Yeah. So Kim uses this mirror to put to put makeup on. And and uh, how many of y'all use how many y'all use a mirror like this? You use a mirror like you can hold it. It's actually very little, but it's a very little mirror. Yeah. So. Oh. Right. You get so the up close view, guys, on this side. Well, this is the this is the point, right? So, like, when Christ came and walked this earth, he yeah. didn't walk and, and demonstrate um, just just about how holy God is. Right. Some, like his, some that God off in space. And yeah, yeah. He didn't. He, yeah, he didn't come and he didn't come to to like just say, well, this is how holy God is, and that's it. You know what? What was really cool about Jesus is is Jesus was the mirror that God dropped into Earth to reveal to humanity who we were originally created to be. Right. That's a game changer. When we look at Jesus, we don't just look at at Jesus and see uh, a holy God. We look at Jesus and see a holy man. Yeah. We look at Jesus and see who it is that God has designed and created us to be. And so when we see ourselves as we see Jesus. Our lives begin to bear witness to that. You can spend your whole you you've been recreated with Christ. Yeah. You the Bible says that that humanity was crucified with Christ, buried in the grave, resurrected on the third day. That's that's the benefits we have, right? That given to us. Whether we want to believe that or not is is back to us. We've talked about this before. Objective and subjective. Yeah. Objective reality. Objective fact is that's what's took place. Right. Subjective reality. How I live it out in my life comes back to whether I believe it or not. And right. and so you, you go. It goes back to this. How I believe will dictate how my life goes. Right. 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 And <clears throat> excuse me. And so I think it's a powerful deal who, when he says. Who do you say I am? Because mm -hmm. who you say I am to you will determine everything about your future, Peter. Right, and I think the realization, like it was hitting me, it's actually been hitting me the last couple of days, but yesterday it was like, there there are so many versions of who we say he is. Mm. Because we all make God in our own ideas of what right. we think he <clears throat> is. And so it might be that you believe in this version of God and Jesus that is very different than the version I believe in. And it's because that's who you have made him to be in your mind. But who do we find him to be through these scriptures and through the life of Jesus, who is the mirror? And that's the big deal because sometimes I get confused. I'm like, no, that's not the God. The same God you're serving isn't the God right. that I believe in. Right, right. But right. it's because it's who do we say he is? Who have we discovered him to be? is reality for us but we've got to make sure we're aligning that reality with what is what is yeah. revealed through jesus yeah and that's a big thing that you'll you will you will never live your life better than the god you believe in yeah you understand like you'll never love people better than the god you believe in you'll you'll never forgive people better than the god you believe in yeah. right so i think that when we come back to that, how I, mm. how I see God relating to me will always be how I relate to others. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's stuff that we've been talking about for yeah. over a month now and, on these devotions. And it and sometimes can take a lot of undoing. It can take Lots. a lot of undoing of things that have been placed inside of us. It could be from our upbringing because oftentimes we can, <clears throat> we, we take on the way that our parents maybe have done things as, 
as part of how we relate to others and yeah. how we relate to our God. Yeah. Um, and that can be absolutely not healthy. Yeah. Um, and so there could be undoing from our upbringing. There could be undoing from our teachings, from um, from the church. It could be undoing of your own identity that you've created within <clears throat> yourself. Right. And so it can definitely take time um well, that's the process of renewing your mind, right? Yeah, like, you talked yeah. about it, but this we past often weekend. want it to be like instantaneous. Instant. I mean, yeah. I know I do. I get so tired <clears throat> sometimes. I'm like, I thought this layer of the onion has been peeled and that we're getting done, you know, and the work of this has been done, and then all of a sudden it's like, nope. The Lord shows me something. It's like another layer of the onion is being peeled back, and I'm being I'm being shown something else, and I'm like. Is this ever going to be done? And if you think about when you peel an onion, it's not like all glorious and all great and all awesome. No, it comes with tears in your eyes. And you got to be careful not to touch your eyes because then it becomes worse. And so it is. It's a journey. It's it's often yeah. work um, because you're uprooting things. You're pulling things out that aren't supposed to be there. And, and really, it's like it goes back to like the pain that we experience, even in the and even in the, the, the renewing our mind. And that's yeah. a painful. That could be a painful thing because. Yes. We hold yes. so tightly to the things that we believe. We hold so tightly to the ways that we view God. That we hold so yeah. tightly to the to the ways that we, we view others. We almost idolize them. Yeah. Our, yes. That's a good point. We do. We our, build us. Our yeah yeah. Our theology becomes yeah. our God. Yeah. What we believe about our God becomes our God. What yeah. we believe about God becomes the very idol in our lives. Right. Yeah. And so that's why it's so important when we when we look mm. at. At relationship, when we look at getting to know God, it comes through getting to know Jesus. It comes from right. spending time, spending that time, and just saying to the Lord in your quiet time, your your prayer time, Lord, you know, help me see this differently. What yeah. am I missing? Being willing and being open to that, it, it's so it's so incredibly important, right? Yeah. If your relationship with God is based upon doctrine. If your whole relationship is based upon doctrine, then that is is what I believe God thinks about particular things or how God thinks about See, your theology, that's your 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 belief about God, right? Your theology uh, influences your doctrines. That's how it that's how it plays out plays in the out, world. What I believe it. about God, yeah, mm -hmm. what I believe about God uh, influences my doctrine, which is what plays out how it plays out in the world. Okay? And so if but if my entire relationship with God is anchored on doctrine, when somebody presents something that's counter to my doctrine, um, then my relationship with God is is uh, is threatened, right? right? And so, you know, there's a, a whole there's a whole movement happening in in the in the church, which I think is phenomenal. I think it's a great movement. And that movement, they the word I don't like the word that's used a lot. It, it's deconstruction, right? And it's deconstructing. I like we we like using renovating, uh, renovating or remodeling, right? Mm -hmm. And basically, what it is is it's taking everything that you know about God and you're willing to reconstruct, you're right. or deconstruct and then reconstruct, right? Or 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 remodel it, right? Be opening to that. Mm -hmm. And and uh, the reason why sometimes people you know that gets a bad rap is because people will begin to deconstruct, and when they pull the string. Uh, that that's a threat on their theology. They pull that thing, and it, they pull and they pull and they pull right. until there's nothing left. And right. when there's nothing left, they go, "Well, then God must not be real, or I quit." You know, and right. and well, it's like, man, if your whole belief system is based on mm -hmm. that alone, right. then then you get to the end and you don't have nothing to rebuild with, right? Right. Well, because renovation is there's things that are being left up. There are absolutes that are are there, and they get left. There's parts of the wall that are are absolute. That are still yeah. there. When you deconstruct, God God. you just Jesus, get rid of yeah. like everything, and that's not what we're we've we're on the the 
what is it? What did I just say? The um, Re- renovation. renovation. Yeah, yeah. We're at that. We've been on that for a few years now where it's renovated. There's things that did not get knocked down and that did not have to get pulled because they are just absolute truths. They're there right. no matter what. Right. And often, we, like you said, and when you go and you say, well, we're deconstructing, it's like, Everything gets removed, and it's like, no, you need to have that right. firm foundation that is absolute truth there that you know without a shadow of a doubt that's true. God is love. Like, right. that's one thing that's like we always go back to. Right, and, um, and it comes back to being, it comes back to how do we see, how do we see God mm-hmm. is a direct reflection to how we see ourselves. Yeah. And of our of our theology is is one of a, of a God who is who is too holy to really even interact with, with man except for that one time Jesus came and that was it. Then man, that's going to be how we live out our lives to every, everything else. That's how we're going to live in a relationship to our spouses. That's how we're going to live in a relationship to our kids. Yeah. And so it's so important. So going back to that scripture that we started with over in Matthew 16 yeah. and 13, when Jesus asked him, he said to him, to, to uh, Peter, who do you, who do, or he said to the disciples, who do you say the son, who, uh, who do the people say that the son of man is? Mm-hmm. Right. And they, and they go, Elijah or the prophets, but who do you say I am? Because yeah. who you say I am matters. Yes. And when Peter nailed it, you are Christ. You're the Messiah. You're the son of God. He said, exactly right. And because yeah. you see me this way, this is how you're going to live your life. Yeah. You're going to be the demonstration of yes. me being the Messiah, the rock, the son of God. Yeah. And on top of that, man, the church will be built. That yeah. revelation will build the church. Right. And, and so what Peter it's saw so on that, yeah, what, it is what Peter saw on that was how I see God determines how I see myself and determines what I do with my, my life. You know? Right. Right. So, and he gave him that promise, like that you will be a rock. And that's, I just, it's that, it's that realization of who do you say I am and you know it goes back to like Jesus being a question asker yeah you know I think that's a big thing it's like he didn't he didn't come and say this is who I am this is who I am this is who I am you need to see this you need to see this you need to see this which oftentimes that's what religion does religion is like this is what you need to believe this is what it is right you need to you know and it's all it's, like just thrown at you it's a difference between indoctrination and education right indoctrination says this is what you believe and that's it and yeah. education says well, why do you believe that right and that's what you jesus know? did it's like he was walking it's like i just always see it as if like it's the the father kneeling down to it's like you teaching with joe Mm-hmm. He gets down at her level, and I'm not saying that he's better than me, probably at this guy's. Um, he gets down at her level and just like speaks gently and calmly to her, and that's what I see like Jesus when he's walking. <laughs> Don't ask how him. I talk to the boys, <laughs> but oh, my little princess, guys. totally Anyways. different guys. And so it's like he just kneels down, and that's how I see this. Jesus is like, well, who do you say I am? Yeah. Like just so gently, like asking. Yeah. And I feel like that's the the heart of our father as well. Is like, well, who do you say I am? Mm-hmm. Because we have to have that revelation. And that's what he said. My father, God, gave you this revelation. This wasn't your own. And this is where I feel like we we have to have that mm-hmm. personal revelation. Yeah, so we understand just how good our God is. Yeah. And when we have that, it's like, all right, run. Your destiny's there. Go. Yeah. Because now you're able to proclaim who I am. Yeah. And it's fullness and love and it's Man, so it's good. just so it is. It's so good, man. If there if if yeah, it's in order to embrace the fullness that God has for us in our yeah. lives, we have to see ourselves as Christ sees us, as as through Christ. And then and that's like that's such a, a game changer. If there's any part of your life that you're looking at and saying, I am this person. I am that guy who did this. I am that girl who did this. I am at some level that I'm still that person. If that is where you're at, 
then that part of you is still going to live out throughout your 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 future. And it's right. like you got to we got to be willing to completely say everything I thought I was yeah. is no longer and I need to begin to think everything that that God has revealed me to be. Yeah. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Yeah. Kim taught on that this weekend. If you weren't, if you didn't get a chance to listen to the message this weekend, go back and do it. You can check it out on, yeah. it's on the Facebook page. It's also and on guys, the journeychurch.cc. Going back to that is like, we are, we just said this a few minutes ago. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a transformation. It's the renewing yeah. of our mind. It's a journey yeah. because me preaching on this message this weekend, I was in this exact spot. Like, all right, God, who do you, who do I say you are? Cause I got to trust you. I've got to surrender to you because I do not feel at all capable. I mean, I had like, was it Thursday or Wednesday or Thursday? I had like a whole like breakdown moment where I just had to like leave it in God's hands and be like, all right, Lord, this is the message I'm supposed to be preaching. And because if you, if you've heard Chris preaching, you know, Chris, this is very much like your bread and butter message. And it's very easy to be like comparing and like, well, you could do that so much better. Why do I have to do this? And, and it's like, I never felt at one point during it, like you need to hand it over and just allow him do it. It was like, just push through. You cannot yeah. stay comfortable because in comfort is not the next thing. And, and right. And, and the hand it back over would have been to embrace who you think you were. Right. right? And Which not is who it is that God's called. Right. Right. To share. And exactly. so, it was super <clears throat> right. challenging, and it was a deep dive into renewing my mind right. into who God says that I am and stepping yeah. into my own, you know, possessing that and who I ought to be versus who I want to just stay comfortable yeah. being. So it is definitely um, yeah, it's good. a journey <laughs> to get there. Yeah. Well, that's it for today, guys. Uh, hopefully, you got some stuff out of that. I see some some comments. Let me go back through here right oh, that quick. Was super and fast. Uh, it was twenty six minutes. Oh, you no, went by super fast. He, no, he scrolled the oh, comments. I couldn't oh. read any of y'all's comments. He was going My so bad. fast. Um, Chrissy said she was the mean mommy all day yesterday. Well, Chrissy, be a nicer mommy. I um, felt that way too, Chrissy, <laughs> and I felt like I was actually being very calm. So maybe something was in the air yesterday. Yes, for us. so good, oh. guys. So good. Onion was a great example. Good. Oh, it's okay, Scott, man. That's my martial arts instructor, y'all. Oh, yeah. He said, bless you guys. We are <laughs> daily take up a cross, follow him. Yes. Awesome, man. So yes, good. Yes, Sandra, <clears throat> definitely, there's always a foundation that you, that is there. Yeah, man, absolutely. Always a foundation. Absolutely. Those parts make or may shape us, but they don't make us. Right, absolutely, man. Yep. Absolutely. You're right. Yes. Identity is everything, so okay. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well... On that note, man, that is it for today. Yes. So take it, share it, man. Don't forget to share the video, man. Get this in the hands of somebody else, man. It'll change marriages. It'll change lives. You know, it's yeah. definitely a, a good deal. Yep. So share the video. And uh, we'll catch you guys tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Sound yes. good? You want to yes. pray? Yes, I'll pray. God, I thank you for today. I thank you for just revealing to us who you are, Lord God. And I thank you that we get to look at Jesus to see that and to discover that and to discover the light All right, guys, we'll catch you tomorrow.